Cold Storage is a podcast where each episode we pick a different story from the long history of comics and dissect and review it for your listening euphoria. Join us as we stumble our way through some of the most important storylines mixed with some of our favorites. Enjoy. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Cold Storage. I am one of your hosts, Callie. With me is... Ryan. <laughs> and Spencer. <laughs> it's nice to have you again, Spence. Thank you. Um, you know, Ryan, I'm, I'm surprised that we let you come back after that uh, Batman year one fiasco. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of friends and I'm a total loser, uh, but uh, thank you guys. It was it was uh, okay until that last 20 minutes or so. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, if you guys listened to it, I'm sure you guys loved every second oh. of it. It was awesome. I'm glad you chose to come back. Yeah. Well, thanks, you guys. I hope to be able to come back next time. Yes. We'll see. Okay. What's the deal with this <laughs> podcast? I'm Ryan Dolman. <laughs> um, so it's been a... Uh, it's been a little while since we recorded. We put an episode out a couple of weeks ago, but in reality, it's been quite the while. Now mm-hmm. that summer's over, hopefully hopefully we can get back to it. We're going to get back on schedule. Yeah. For sure. We're going to do you guys right. Yep. Because <laughs> we've been doing you wrong for a little while. Yep. And uh, uh, anyway, let's talk about there's been some news, some mo- comic book movie, TV show news coming out of D23. Dude, so D23 is this Disney convention, right? Disney Comic Con, right? For lack of a Ooh. better word. Hmm. But, is that uh, open to the public? It is. Well, you've got to be a D23 member, but uh. it's like a $20 a year fee or something like that. Hmm. And you get like a magazine subscription, and then you can go to this convention. That's fun. Yeah, and they've actually been doing these forever, but uh, nobody really cared so much until they started getting Star Wars and <laughs> right. Marvel and Fox. <laughs> Like, dude, the Dis- or, uh, the Simpsons now is a Disney property. Which is crazy. Holy crap. <laughs> that never even occurred to me. <laughs> me neither, dude. But the Simpsons, there was this, I, I saw this thing that Holy crap. they did for D23. The Simpsons did this thing where they were like, uh, this small cartoon where they were all wearing like Mickey Mouse hats and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, that's not right. I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. That's not right at all. So, yeah, basically they're... Huh. There, everything that every Comic Con goes to, like celebrate Disney owns, so they can just right. do it themselves now. Yeah, they create their <laughs> own monster. Holy yeah. crap! So yeah, they talked about uh, well, there's a new Avengers um, place being built in new Avengers Land. Yeah. Avengers Land, yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, it's called uh, Avengers Academy or something like that. That sounds right. Um, but yeah, it's a, I've known about that for a while. It's being built in the place of Bugs Land in California Adventure. So Bugs Land, if you didn't get there last year, you're out of luck, man. Right. Done, huh? yeah. That's where the Guardians ride already is. Yeah, yeah, because it was it, so it, it was the uh, Twilight Zone, and then got the Tower of the, Terror. Yeah. yeah, which was much better, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyhow, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so it looks pretty cool. I mean, especially if you're into the movies, I don't think it's going to draw too much from the comics, but right. it'll definitely draw from the cinematic universe. And that's, it's just nuts, dude. It's nuts that we're getting a Marvel like <sighs> theme park basically. So, um, I haven't been to the star Wars one yet, but I'm assuming it's going to be similar. Like, I think what they only have like, like a couple of rides, but then just like a lot of like interactive things that you right. can do and stuff like that. Right. You feel like you're in the star Wars universe essentially. So I'm guessing that's probably what it's going to be. It looked like they had an Avengers tower or something Yeah. or like their little headquarters. That's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like training Academy and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy, dude. Like, the young me, dude, would never have believed that this would ever happen. Oh, no, right. No way. Get out. (laughs) So true. Like, it's just nuts, dude. There's people at my work talking about, like, like Thanos and, like, Scarlet Witch (laughs) and stuff. And I'm like, what world do I live Uh in? It takes me, like, and these people are not, like, comic nerds. They're just, like, regular dudes. And... And I have to remain quiet now because I'm like I'm like I don't know how far is too far to geek out because they <laughs> they'll want to talk with you but then you right. I don't want to accidentally go too far down the hole where they're just like who is this freak <laughs> right <laughs> um, but uh, yeah they they announced a ton of stuff dude there's gonna be on their Disney Plus streaming service dude it's gonna have everything that's the other thing is because dude Simpsons is gonna be streaming on there uh, For, holy crap I know <laughs> Crazy. get out I, I I, I think they'll probably still be on the TV, but yeah, all their old episodes will be streaming on Disney Plus. Like all the Marvel movies will be on there, all the Star Wars, and, and then all and the then awesome all these Disney new shows, stuff. yeah, yeah, and yeah. then all the crazy new shows they're doing. Yeah, so one of the new ones is uh, She Hulk, which I'm pretty dang excited. Yeah, about. that's gonna be. I mean, they haven't really told us anything about it, but that'll be interesting, right? Very, and I think so. um, it'll be, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. We have a mutual friend, Jim, who has a crazy <laughs> boner for She-Hulk. <laughs> and I, I texted him the news. I was like, can your, can your wang handle this? And he was like, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> so yeah, so they, they announced that. They announced, uh, what, Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss mm-hmm. Marvel. Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude. And then before we knew there was a Falcon Winter Soldier. There's a yeah. Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yep. It's called Wanda Vision, which is terrible name. It's it horrible. Name. Uh, they're doing a What If, which I think is animated. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll be cool. That would be what super if, cool. It's animated. I'm, I'm uh, actually, and nope. it's actually going to be all the the voice acting is going to be done by the actual actors. Oh wow. I heard hmm. on that. That's the other crazy thing is that like they're getting the real huge actors for yeah. this stuff. Like Loki is gonna be they're gonna oh, yeah. have a Loki series. Yeah, right. That's with, one with uh, Tom not Tom Middleditch, but I was gonna say Tom Holland, but <laughs> Tom, he, Tom he might not, gone. Yeah, yeah, he might not even be Hiddleston, around. right? Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the other news is that uh, yeah, uh, it's still a little bit up in the air, but it's not looking like they're gonna have Spider Man anymore in the Marvel universe. Which Jeez, is crazy. Yeah. But I don't know all the details, but from what I read, it's something like Disney's kind of being dicks about it. Like, I guess they had agreed to 50-50 finance the next Spider-Man movie, and then Disney's trying to go back on that to not have to finance 50% of it. And, uh, yeah, so because of that, Sony's like, well, we're not going to do it. Um, Why would Disney like care about money? Yeah, I don't know. And that's it, the thing is maybe there's other stuff because, yeah, that's the thing. is It's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, dude. yeah. it, it, it yeah, is honestly. Prince money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, dude, you just don't, it, it won't make sense to just not have him in there after having him in there for the right. last five years or whatever. So, hmm. uh, 
but yeah, that'll be interesting. But I'm really excited about the Moon Knight one to see yeah, just how cool. they do it because Moon Knight is a always been one of my favorite Marvel characters a lot because he felt like Batman basically of the of the Marvel U. But right, but there's like kind of some crazy. supernatural stuff yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have that, and he has like multiple personalities. Right, and uh, yeah, so they could do some cool stuff with that. Um, they did that Legion TV series. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. No. But that never. was a similar thing. Like, that guy's kind of crazy. Um, but he's got, he's more, he's a mutant and stuff. But right. I didn't finish it, but what I saw was pretty good. Hmm. It's just too much to watch, dude. Especially yeah, now no. that they announced all this stuff. It's yeah. just going to be. Well, and they also announced the uh, Eternals movie, too. Oh, yeah. Tell us about oh, that. Oh, boy. Well, they didn't announce it. the Eternals movie's already been well, announced. Well, I'm sorry, they, yeah, they, they showed costumes they actually and the did actors a, and stuff. A panel on it, yeah, yeah. a panel, yeah. Um, well, essentially, they uh, showed us um, what the costumes look like, which are not Kirby esque um, whatsoever. Maybe the the coloring and barely. Maybe um, they'll look better in the movie. I don't yeah, know. I don't I, I don't know, man. They gender swapped a bunch of people and they race swapped a bunch of people. Selma Hayek in Spandex is a win for everybody. <laughs> though, as far as I'm concerned. And they're bringing in that dude from uh Kumail Nanjiani? Like, I don't know. He's going to play Black Knight or whatever. Dude, I got And he's not even an Eternal. Is, wait, Black Knight's in it? Yes. No, and what he, the shit? Yes. No, that's I no. I read it. Kelly's wrong. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know about but that, but they said that he's going to be in the Eternal movie as Black Knight and I looked up the Eternals. What the hell? Cuz I haven't read through them all and Black Knight isn't even an Eternal. So right. I don't know why they're even bringing him so, in. Well, is that are they just introducing the Black Knight character to like, you know, because how some of the other movies have introduced who cares about Black character. Knight in the first I do. place? I love really? him, yeah, dude. I would be all about I love him. Black Knight too, but it doesn't make sense to introduce him here. Yeah, it's a, it's, that's a stretch. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I don't know about that. That's yet to be determined. Huh. So I'm just I don't know. I'm I'm a little frustrated because I understand you know people want to be accepting and all that, which is fine. It, but look how progressive Disney is. They can put any race and any color they want, or any uh, any gender they want in it. You know, it's like, but and, and it's and it's fine. But it, I just wish that people could stick to source material. And you know, so, um, Kelly, let me be mm-hmm. the voice of the people here, okay? okay? Since okay. since they're screaming into their podcast right okay. now. Um, what do you have against it, dude? What do you have against them putting some black people in there? Because it was done, it created during a time. Where black people weren't getting proper representation in comics. Okay, so when my biggest thing is like, okay, well, Kirby created Black Panther, right? Before the Eternals. So if he wanted to have a black Eternal, he would have made a black Eternal. <laughs> That's So because Kirby created one black character out of 500? <laughs> no, I'm just... I, you, you understand? That's my... That's... You see my reasoning, do you not? I don't at all. <laughs> because if, if Kirby... I, that, <laughs> I feel like if Kirby wanted a certain character, he would have made a character that way. So Kirby, you believe that Jack Kirby would be rolling over in his grave knowing that there was a black eternal? I don't think he'd be rolling over in his grave. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that I don't I don't think it's fair. There's to a whole character. bunch of black ass guardians in the movies. That, yeah, it's true. Like Heimdall and Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. So do you think Jack Kirby would have a problem with that? Yes, and I th- the reason why I think so is because if he, like I said, if he wanted to create an Eternal that way, he would have created an Eternal Kelly, that way. I don't think how, he'd have a problem with how it. How does the fact that they're white 
further the story at all? Like, how does it, if they change in black, how does that change the Eternal story at all? So Ask Jack Kirby. I don't know. I think it the, wouldn't. How the, could it? The reason why this makes in their skin in the Eternals comics. The reason why this makes sense to me mm-hmm. is because the Eternals planted the seeds for humanity, right? Right. And so in this new cast, they have like each one of the races represented. Thank you. So they will all probably, you know, there's the white dude, there's an Indian dude, there's a uh, smoking hot Latina lady, <laughs> there's a, a, a black dude, right? So like there's there's an, an and that's all I saw in the picture. I, I mean, didn't, like, I didn't look very hard. Like, but so, like every like kind of branch of uh, the human race is kind of represented, and since they're planting the seeds for from, for humanity, it makes sense to me. Yeah, dude, I don't want us to be labeled as a racist podcast. <laughs> I don't want to either. But he, I mean, he made Black Racer, right? Callie, you're naming. He created more superheroes than anybody in the world. Right. His percentage is still 0.5 percent, dude. <laughs> I'm just. What? <laughs> I have a I have a, a African American friend, and we talk about this all. Yeah, we all do. So it's okay. Song. It's okay to be racist because we all have a, no, a black friend. No, but I'm saying that he he has the same argument that you know if they, if they want to have a black character. Create a new black character. Don't re- don't take the same character with the same name and change his race. Why? Why? Why does the race change the story at all? I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> it doesn't because it doesn't, dude. Do, and okay, it doesn't do matter. You think female to male would change the story. Not unless there was sex involved. Okay. <laughs> how would how how would it? Unless well, they're literally talking about their private parts in the comics, it wouldn't change the story at all. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Dude. Right, listener, I tried. Okay? I tried. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. Okay? <laughs> anyway, um, let's uh, review Superman Red Sun. Let's do it. All right, Red Sun by Mark Miller, Dave Johnson. You guys excited for this one? What about Mr. Plunkett, dude? Sorry, Killian Plunkett. He was a big part of this. Andrew Robinson, Walden Wong. So uh, I can't believe you're going to leave him off, dude. He did the whole third of the book, man. Or more, actually. I can't remember. Like I believe the first two issues were done by Dave Johnson. And And the rest of it was Killian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, dude, here's about this. I was reading about this today. Is... uh, Mark Miller um, had, he actually had the idea for this when he, he had a script for this when he was 13 and he pitched it to DC when he was 13 and then got it denied. Then uh, come uh, 1996, he pitched it again and got it okayed. They they signed off on it. And this was shortly after um, The Authority. Because he'd done the authority first. Oh, okay, right. Um, but he pitched this after, and so he'd already made a name for himself at Disney or at <laughs> DC. <laughs> it's Not only it's only yet. a matter of time, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he um, pitched this, and they got it. This is '96, dude. This book didn't come out until 2003, so that's like six years, and it was. Uh, Dave Johnson's fault, from what everything I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Johnson took uh, about four years to do um, 
the first Just two issues. Two issues. Oh, and they're crap. and they're thicker issues. They're they came out originally as prestige format right uh, books, but yeah. And Mark Miller, it was like really wanted Dave Johnson to finish it um, because Dave Johnson's art is perfect. It's so good, dude. He's like an amazing cartoonist. Uh, but they ended up he ended up not being able to finish it, so they swapped him out, and they kept the same inker. And mm-hmm. that's what kind of helps the the uh, continuity. Flow. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, in le- you know, if you're not really big into like knowing artists and stuff, I think you could totally read this whole thing and not even have that last issue it's, be that. It's jarring. fairly seamless. Yeah, it really is. So yeah, like uh, props to Puckett, dude, because or Plunkett, because he, uh, yeah, I mean, he was able to do. As close to Dave Johnson's style as you could have done. So, and that's the thing is like this was Mark Miller's uh, like big, basically farewell to Superman. Like this was going to be his end all be all Superman story, and he didn't plan on ever coming back to Superman. And I don't think he has actually. Um, and uh, and so he wanted this to be good. So can you imagine like knowing that you were going to have to change artists halfway through or two thirds of the way through? Right. through? That'd be rough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it worked out. Yeah, uh, great. Most definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, Dave Johnson is so freaking good, dude. But yeah, like like I said, it just they it wasn't working. Yeah, I can't even tell. Like just looking through it right now, yeah. I can't tell the difference between the two artists. I mean, yeah. maybe if I looked really hard at it, I could. But yeah, the, uh, Plunkett is a little bit less clean um, than yeah uh, Dave Johnson. But the fact that the same inker was able to. You know, he'd already inked two issues of Dave Johnson's stuff, so the inker was probably able to do a lot of that, making it similar. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, Callie, what's this story about, man? So, essentially, um, Superman is sent off of Krypton. <clears throat> um, I can't remember the hour difference, but a few hours different than when he landed in Kansas. So, instead of landing in Kansas, because of the rotation of the Earth, he hits... Russia, right? Um, he's picked up on a—I uh, co- don't know what they call them—common farms or something like that. What are those? Anyway, it's it's a farm, um, but it's you know everybody's working in the field uh, for the government uh, and taken by the government, and he basically rises to power. Well, and and then uh, some crazy stuff ensues. <laughs> yeah that's true so yeah it's it's a is this this is it must be an officially must be an elseworlds correct yes yeah mm-hmm. okay you know i don't see the elseworlds stamp on no it, there's but, no elseworlds stamp but which it is, is awesome I think but, there was um, in the original one yeah maybe, maybe but cover uh yeah so you know what if elseworlds kind of a thing and um yeah so yeah he's i don't remember their names it's not mon pa kent but I guess comrade Kent or whatever, but, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so they, they raise him up Mm -hmm. and then he, once he's old enough, he decides to go help out, help out, uh, mother Russia during world war two. Correct. Uh, yeah, I think so. Or one, I can't remember. Um, but, uh, what's cool about this is, is, yeah, it's just basically like, it was just basically a stroke of luck that Superman landed uh, where he landed, right? And right. had the parents who he had. Right. 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 Um, because I would argue that Ma and Pa can't play a bigger role in who Superman became than, than Jor-El 
played, you know, than his genetics, basically. Right. Um, And uh, so it was just basically chance that he got, uh, was landed in America, became, you know, the... uh, Truth, justice, the American way. The American superhero, right? That stood for America. And so I like that, you know, Mark Miller, he actually said he got this idea from, I think he said Action Comics 300, where there's this story... It's like a basically an Elseworlds story, an imaginary story of Superman landing in the ocean mm-hmm. between Russia and America. And in this story, hmm. they're both trying to get there at the same time to try to get uh, huh. the spaceship. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what got Mark Miller thinking. It's like, oh, what if he landed in Russia, you know, and just became, you know, part of the, the communist system. And... Uh, it's, it's pretty interesting, and they go into this a lot because, you know, uh, the communist system is about the common man. It's about everybody right. being equal, where you've got this guy who clearly is not equal, <laughs> who's clearly not the common man. Right. And they talk about that in the story. They, they go into it and stuff, yeah. and they, they just say that, you know, he's kind of an ideal, and he's there to basically spread communism um, throughout. Uh, eventually, their leader dies, Right, the communist leader dies or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and the Superman basically gets forced to, to become, become the president. Right. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't want to, but right. And that's the thing too is I. This is my first time reading it. I actually hadn't read it before, and I was under the impression this story was going to be just like him being a bad guy, basically just being like super communist. Like, right. I hate America. And he wasn't like that. He wanted to save America, too. He wanted to save the world. Right. Kind of like the Superman is. So yeah. I, I like that he still had that in him. He wasn't mm-hmm. a bad guy. He was just raised up to know to see the benefits of communism right. and wanting to spread that everywhere. And that's and that's why it's good. Yeah, exactly. Cause, yeah, because uh, that's why it's uh, really well done. Because, um, yeah, if he was just <laughs> some, some evil dude or whatever, yeah, it, it would have been forgettable but right. but but as it is he's still very very much the same character mm-hmm. in in a lot of ways in most ways really right. and um yeah so that's what makes it so good mm-hmm. um because yeah pretty much just is the superman that we know but you know just on a different side right i i do see a little bit of his uh progression uh slipping toward the end mm-hmm. um as he gets older he becomes i feel more cemented as far as like being the soviet's leader well he's also being um what's the term i'm looking for not coerced but uh well brainiac is kind of right leading him making subtle suggestions mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, you do find out mm-hmm. that Brainiac is kind of behind this whole thing. Right. Um, but, like, he doesn't, Superman doesn't want to harm anybody, and he was basically forced into that position to be right. the leader, right? Because nobody else was going to do it, and he wanted to, you know, basically keep everything together, plus he wanted to spread communism, which, he, which you know, he believed in, and he did spread it, and eventually the whole world became communist in the story, which was, uh, except for yeah. America. Right. right. Uh, which is kind of cool, and then America was just basically the last, uh, the last holdout. But um, I, so I don't know if he was actually bad or if he just had a vision, you know, that he wanted to to see accomplished. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, at the very end, he totally isn't bad actually, because at the very end, he pretends to be dead. He pretends that he died, and then he decided 
maybe it's not worth me trying to force the world to be a certain way. Maybe it's better that I just stay back and let the world be what it wants to be. Right. And, and I think that was kind of the big um, moral of the story. Like that's kind of where Superman realizes, you know, Mm -hmm. He's got all this power. This was something that he missed by not being raised by Pa Kent. Pa Kent would always just say, you know, you can do more than anybody. You know, I don't want you to be on the football team because you could you could totally destroy these guys. You know, right. don't, don't hit these guys because uh, you'll kill them or whatever, like if there's bullies or whatever at school. So he didn't get that, and it, but he eventually did learn that lesson towards the end, I think, which mm -hmm. is cool. I really liked uh, <clears throat> the Batman aspect of this. Um, because instead of like a robbery, you know, they're handing out like anti um, Superman flyers. And then Peter, the Stalin's, I can't know, I don't know if it's Stalin's son or Stalin's like. I think it was his son, wasn't it? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. But he ends up shooting, you know, Bruce, Bruce's parents. Right. And so he ends up becoming Batman, kind of like a V for Vendetta style. And uh, this anarchist. You know, in in Soviet Union, mm -hmm. and I, I just thought that was kind of cool. How um, how instead of you know like a crime, well, I mean it was still a crime, but um, instead of being like a robbery, it right. was like anti propaganda uh -huh. um, that kind of formed uh, Bruce to become the Batman that goes to fight Superman. So a big part of this story is uh, Lex Luthor mm -hmm. as well. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's a basically a good guy in this story right um he he sees superman basically as a weapon that the russians have and he wants to come up with a way to basically destroy superman so i right. like that he still has kind of the same goals as he always does but mm -hmm. for different reasons right well no one seems to be a villain either like like you're saying like lex luther is still kind of good and in, in uh up until a certain point but it's cool because you know uh because he they just create these like villains that you know normally know um, to go out and try and stop Superman, like Parasite and like Metallo and stuff. Doomsday, even Doomsday, him. yeah. And they they try to stop this super weapon that they could have against the U.S. Well, what was what was cool about Luthor in this, and and kind of just in in general, is Luthor and Doctor Doom. What makes them such good villains is that they truly believe that what they're doing is right and that if they could just do what they want to do that the world would be a better place mm -hmm. if they could control it and um and what you see in this is that luthor is he's right yeah he fixes everything and um yeah and it uh you know and the, he fixes everything <laughs> yeah, he basically wins. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, I love when he's about to drop Candor and like Superman goes and catches it. Oh yeah, right. So. But um, yeah, so yeah, Luthor, Luthor is right, and and he he does end up winning. But like, mm -hmm. um, and that's the coolest thing. I've this is only the second time I've read it. I read it once years and years ago when I first got this trade or whatever. But um, yeah, man, and it's. What can we talk about the ending? I guess. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, we yeah, should no, we we spoil it. Yeah. We don't need to go in order. And, All right. Yeah. Spoilers. So yeah. so yeah so like after Superman essentially gives up, realizes he's been duped by Brainiac, and and realizes that Luthor is kind of right. Um, he just lets Luthor just take over, and Luthor 
not only takes over, well, he takes over the world, but it's like better than it's ever been. Right. And and everybody's super happy and content. And, and then it, it's just exposition, but it talks about how over time um, this person then took over and then this person then took over and then, you know, five billion years in the future or whatever. Uh, and, and their their names change throughout the course of this exposition. So, yeah, so it goes from Luther to then it gets shortened to just the L initially. Right, right, right exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, then it talks about call L or I'm sorry, Jor L and, and Lara L as being basically descendants of Lex Luthor. Right. Yeah. And about how, how at the, at the time their, their planet is blowing up. So they decide to send their baby and then it's all this time travel loop. And it, yeah, they send their baby instead of sending them to another planet, they send right. them back in time right? to like save the world. Right. Basically. Yeah. So and he goes back to Russia. Right. So yeah. like it's, it's just all big time loop and kind of cyclical. Yeah. Kind of yeah. blows my mind. I love that. The ending I didn't see coming and I was just like, Holy cow. This yeah. is so cool. It's incredible. As it started going down the list of names, like you said, and like, and it shortened from Luther to L right. and then I'm like, and then, like, it was just the L initial, and then it says somebody's name with the E-L at the mm-hmm. end. I'm like, right. oh, <laughs> yeah. I just started freaking out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I thought that was so cool. It's pretty incredible. It, it didn't necessarily do a lot for the actual story itself. Like, I don't think the story is necessarily uh, better or helped along by that, like, we're, that thing at the end, that twist at the end, but it was sure cool to read it. Like it was right. sure cool to be like, no way. That's it's a awesome. very, it's a very Twilight Zone esque yeah. um, ending. But yeah, you know, if they, if that ending wouldn't have been there, it still would have been an awesome story. But it's just kind of last, a last little like, oh, holy crap. Well, I think how it keeps yeah. it like self-contained, so it's not, it doesn't bleed into any other part of like the DCU. Mm-hmm. So it's completely self-contained. Um, but also, it's like you said, it's like mind blowing you know that like he's actually a descendant of lex Luthor. (laughs) it's pretty awesome yeah pretty awesome (laughs) yeah i like that actually like i was trying to think whether i would like it better if he did send him to another like maybe if he sent him to another dimension to where he actually became the clark kent that we know like he landed in smallville still like that would be kind of cool but this one no he went back and it it was basically the end of this story was the beginning of this story right right and uh, I read, at least according to Wikipedia, that this uh, this was actually Grant Morrison's idea, which oh, uh, which makes a lot makes of sense. sense. Yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> it does feel Grant Morrison-y. So, um, hmm. like he just told Mark Miller, like, what if you did this at the very end, and like, huh. he liked it, went along with it. So, uh, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, Wonder Woman plays a part of this. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, she fully buys into the communist uh, yeah. theory, right? Right. And Thermoscara joins. Yeah. And uh, she's got a cool costume in this. She's yeah, got, like the this, costumes, uh, all 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 their costumes oh, yeah, are they're, incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like some of my favorite like Elseworld costumes ever. Really, right. the I Batman really with like, the silly hat, but yeah. the but the Superman one is just killer. Well, I like dude. his like dictator uniform. Like, right, he's got like the collar. Yeah, with the stars on it, like yeah. it's buttoned down. And, I mean, yeah, it's still a Superman uniform. And Bizarro's outfit's cool too, with the U.S. Uh, shield on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so Bizarro is something that uh, it's really cool. Like they do pull from a lot of stuff. Like Lex Luthor tries to make a Superman clone mm-hmm. to battle to to have an American version of right. Superman to battle the Russian version, and and because he's a clone, because he's you know a Frankenstein type creature. He's not quite perfect, and yeah, it doesn't end up working out. But right, and yeah, the the Green Lantern. You know, yeah. like they're like an old mm-hmm. Air Force looking 
you know, cat like the flight caps and the uh-huh. goggles and everything. I just, I think the whole imaginative uh, aspect of this uh, alternate universe is really cool. Yeah, it's it's great. Lois Lane is married to Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. She's Lois Luthor because there's no Clark Kent for her to marry, right? So right. She goes with uh, Lex Luthor, who's. It talks so much in here about how smart he is. He's a genius. Like he's like. Uh, He's playing like seven games of chess at the same time while he's listening to this like uh, Walkman that he had invented earlier <laughs> yeah. that day, back in the 1960s. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, and and at the same time he came up with like the cure to something. Like I forgot what it was, but yeah. So he's um he's a genius, like a serious genius, like mm-hmm. super powered genius, basically in this, and. Uh, yeah, basically, he's not a flat-out bad guy. Like we were saying, he ends up coming up with what uh, was something that actually worked for years and years and years and years, like centuries, right? Like, basically. Millennia. Uh, yeah. Until the Earth is about to explode. Right. So, um, yeah, so I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's, man, it's it's really good. And I like how he made Jimmy Olsen a uh, CIA agent, you know, as opposed to, like, working for uh, the paper. Yeah, right. And, uh, and he's buddies with Lex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he see, eventually yeah. becomes like vice president or whatever when, when Luthor is in charge of stuff. Dude, so it actually turned out a lot better for Superman to have not been in America for everybody, dude, because Jimmy Olsen's just a stupid photographer. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But because he doesn't have a pal named Superman, he becomes uh, buddies with the president. Yeah, you know? Superman is dragging him down. Yeah. And... Uh, and and Lex Luthor becomes the president, and he. I, I used to equate Lex Luthor to Donald Trump a little bit because just a rich boy president, but. But Luthor's Luther's smart. Way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luthor, Lex Luthor uh, is smarter than like a fourth grader. Right. So, um, uh, and something fun about the intelligence is Brainiac um, talks about how Lex Luthor is level nine. Intelligence. intelligence but yeah. but brainiac is level 12 yeah that's right uh, that was pretty cool and yeah that's the whole thing is the whole time people are superman just believing that brainiac has changed his ways and that he's you know right. on board with superman but. oh something that is is fun as a doc savage fan because you know not only did superman of course ripped off the fortress of solitude from from doc savage but there's even more doc savage stuff in this because doc savage would take criminals essentially lobotomize them mm-hmm. and make them good productive members of society that's yeah the same thing does right and that, that's what he does in this oh. yeah and I, I thought that was another fun little doc savage thing thrown in there uh who gets the uh, thing on their head towards the end who who is it there's somebody. that was the uh, the son of stalin or whatever oh, right? okay yeah I or, or so, is yeah. it lenin uh, no, I think it's Stalin. Is it or, Stalin? or McCartney, maybe. He <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you talking about Peter? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah that, that's a whole, that's a Doc Savage thing. Um, so this whole thing um, uh, that where Batman's trying to get Superman, I, you've read this so many times in comic books. Yeah. Like Batman trying to like trick Superman or beat Superman, even though Superman's the most powerful person in the world, right? So he has all these tricks. This time um, he's working with Luthor, though. Batman's working with yeah, for Batman's Luthor. Yeah, Luthor, yep. And, uh, but he basically had to, right? Right. In this, in this world, Luthor's not a bad guy. He's just a super, super smart person that wants America to be the best right. possible. So um, 
So I love it because Superman, well, Luther had told Batman that the red sun takes away uh, Superman's powers, right? Right. So he has these red sun lamps that he turns on. And Superman didn't even know that he would lose his powers under the red sunlight, right? Right. Like he says, uh, oh, sun lamps, wonderful. Let them burn for a few thousand years and I might get a heat rash. Right, (laughs) exactly. It's so cocky right now. (laughs) And then like Batman lays him out. And like that never gets old, dude. Seeing Batman take a (laughs) punch to Superman. Like what does that say about Superman that we want to see him get punched sometimes? But... (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he can't figure it out. Superman's like, how'd you get that strong? Right. Because Superman's bleeding. And, like, uh, and uh, he's like, he still hasn't figured it out. Superman's like, okay, hey, well, a well-placed uh, blast of my heat vision will take care of you. And then Batman's <laughs> like, you don't have super, you don't have heat vision anymore. Superman's just so confused, dude. And then, uh, and then Batman just talks too much, dude. Like, Batman gave it away, actually. Yeah. He says, all we had to do is create the right conditions. Building solar lamps to simulate the rays of the red sun was Lex Luthor's idea. And then, and so he gave him all that information, and then uh, what happens? He gets Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman's like, tied oh, yeah, up with her lasso. Right. Right. And he's like, you need to break the lamp, because like, otherwise I can't do yeah. anything. He gets thrown into a pit, and yeah. he's just whispering this, because he knows that she can probably hear it. And so then like he's asking her to sacrifice herself to basically rescue yeah, him. Right. right. And so, which, maybe this Superman, his character is to do that in this, because like he knows like she's going to have to do it for the greater good. But I feel like um, that OG Superman probably wouldn't, wouldn't ask have. someone to do that. That's yeah, I think that's probably true. But the thing is, because they're fighting for Russia, not for right himself. That's probably why he asked her to do it. He because they're like, yeah, he, he this says is so. for the better of betterment of Russia, as opposed right. to like the betterment of me. You know. Yep. Exactly. So what's interesting about this is. Um, you know, Batman's given everything away to Superman, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of just like, in this, if you look at this from a Russian perspective, Batman is the bad guy, right? In right. This, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Superman's the good guy. You always, in comic books and the old cartoons, the bad guy would be like, ha ha ha, I got you now. You didn't see my plan, <laughs> but here's the rest of my plans. Right. And then they James walk, Bond. Yeah, and, then yeah, they walk right. out of the room, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what super, what uh, Batman basically mm-hmm. did here, is he was doing the classic like villain thing where you tell him all your plan because you think you got him. Right. And then, yeah, something comes back, and then, yeah. Exactly. And then, kaboom. Yeah, but because uh, she sacrificed herself, basically... Um, she turns super old. How did that? I don't know the science behind that. But well, I think once she broke it, the rope, it that like the rope was keeping her young. Yeah, that, okay. that was kind of like the key to her immortality. Okay. And so, but that that also kind of sours her relationship because she was all on board the Superman train. Oh yeah. They were they were kind of in love and all this kind of stuff, but then she kind of is eventually teams up with Luthor because she's like. You know, how could he ask me to do this kind of a thing? Um, so she she kind of gets on board uh, with with America and um, and and tries to help them. And and then yeah, and then Luthor finds Kryptonite and uh, or no, he finds Hal Jordan. Yeah. And uh, Power ring. right, and equips this a huge army. He makes all these rings. Yeah. And there's just a huge. Um, fighting force and but Superman 
Superman destroys them all in like seconds. He just like well, totally actually, whips their butts. I think all it's these incredible. lanterns are actually constructs of the Green Lantern. Are they? Because if you look at them, they're all green, and Green Lantern is like the only guy that's regular. Oh, really? Yeah, hmm. but I think they power up the ring somehow. Huh. I could have sworn it was a whole bunch of dudes, but yeah, you're probably right. Well, there are some dudes that look normal right here, right? Right. But then when Hal Jordan's flying by himself, but yeah, see, look see at they're the, all like yeah. light-powered. Yeah, but look at all these dudes right here. Yeah, though there right. is a group of them. Dude, and look at their names, dude. Yeah, look at their look. chests. Look at all these cats. Yeah. Oh, and look Scott at the chests. The ones, yeah. So they have Gardner. Alan Scott, yeah. Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner. John yeah, John Stewart. Stewart. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but see, like, yeah. See, I don't know. I... I'm sure that some of them are constructs, probably mm-hmm. just to, but it, I think there was a it genuine looked, army of them. And then Superman eats a Green Lantern ring. He just kicks the shit out of them. It's like not even, they don't even slow him down. Yeah, no, they were real, they were real guys. <laughs> There's one part where Superman hits one of the constructs and breaks apart his... Oh, his armor. His oh, gold. Right. that makes more yeah, sense. That, okay. and that's John Stewart. That yeah, yeah, that that's makes Stewart. More sense. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, but I, I do love like... Uh, Green Lantern thing here. I love how yeah. they make Green Lantern basically an Air Force. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to just like space cops, basically. Right, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, they didn't give Superman. No, he did, they yeah. barely even slowed him down. <laughs> and they send, yeah, Doomsday in and stuff. And yep, still. It's and like, he just totally wipes out all the Amazons and just, just, just kills everybody. Well, he doesn't necessarily kill, kill them, uh, some of them, but. Uh, but anyway, it's, yeah, and then Brainiac decides it's a good time to reveal what he's really been up to. and Right. Yeah, so anyway, it's, so I have to admit something here. What's that? I am not very familiar with Mark Miller at all. All I've read of Mark Miller is this. I think I've read maybe one or two issues of The Authority, and then I also read the original um, the Ultimates, which is one of my least favorite comic books of all time. I remember you hating that. You, one. you I ever hate read Kick Ass? So much. No, I never did read Kick Ass. Saw the movie, but um, I never even wanted to read Kick Ass because, like, I I was like, well, this is the shithead that wrote <laughs> that wrote the Ultimates, which I hate. I could not hate a comic book more than I hated the Ultimates. <laughs> it's just the absolute worst. And so, anyway, so when we when when we were re well, when I was rereading this, I was like, oh shit. This is probably good. <laughs> I remember it being good, but yeah. I was like, ah, who knows if I'll like this. It is amazing. It is a great book. It is so freaking good. Yes. And um, so, you know, maybe I was wrong. I'm not wrong about the Ultimates. That's still terrible. But maybe I need to, you know, dive deeper into Mark Miller. I remember your beef with the Ultimates was the pop culture references and stuff. Constant. Yeah, it's just um, nonstop. But I think that that's, I mean, that's what he was going for like yeah that was on purpose for that for particular sure. story so um in fact i read an interview with him about this book and they were actually asking him how his process was different from like the authority and stuff and he he said it was just like a hundred percent different he says when he goes down to write a story like basically his writing process is different like on all of them at least at the time he gave this interview well was, this is the one that i like this is this is awesome yeah we heard every tap that you just put. Oh. <laughs> I really like the Red Sun. I also really like the Authority, too. Um, yeah, I know you do, so I might yeah. have to borrow some it's or fun. something. It's, I think Callie likes books that are rip-offs of other superheroes more than he likes the actual like superheroes themselves. 
I think there's some truth Astro to that. City, I think there's some truth to that too. Yeah. I do love Astro City. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I'm kind of right. like think... that with Motorhead. I like bands that sound like Motorhead but more than I like Motorhead. I mean, I like <laughs> Superman uh, proper, but I, there's something about like different versions of him that just. And I don't know if it's because it's more imaginative um, than just like the regular blue and red guy flying around. You saying you don't like Superman now? No, I like Superman. I, like I said, I, I like so Superman. So you, you don't want them to stick to the source material. You don't is that like what you're saying? this yeah. is source material you, for you, Red you, you bet you you really like to see these other iterations of the, yes. of the character like that you Like if they did like before. a female Superman, right? It's, they're saying or a uh, Supergirl. You mean no, a female <laughs> called Superman. And she's a female. See, I don't Cal, know if I can get. Cal, we're trying to shove the Eternals thing in your. In your I know face. you. I know you are. Or actually, <laughs> what if? It, what, what about a transgender Superman? Would you have a problem with that? No, I wouldn't. Honestly, I mean, look at uh, look That's, at Apollo, dude. He's homosexual <laughs> with with Moon Knight, right? Or not Moon Knight? Uh, uh, what's his name, dude? Daredevil. No, <laughs> Apollo. And, Iron uh, Fist. Mid the Midnighter from Authority. The Midnighter. Yeah. Um, name. I'm so, totally, dude. I'm on board with that stuff. Okay, dude, so like, a transgender Superman. You'd I'm fine be okay if with they, that. yes, if they make a different version of him, I, I'm on board, dude. I'm fine. Okay, All well, right. I'll make some calls. <laughs> Callie's woke. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think this is tremendous. I think it's a hell of a book. I really do, dude. I'm impressed, dude. I'm proud of yeah, you. It yeah, it is. It is great. You need to go look at some of the other stuff. He's I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. He's doing like you know he has like a weird partnership with Netflix. Yeah, he sold um, quote unquote Millerverse. Yeah, and to a Netflix. ton of his yeah, a ton of his properties. Yeah, yeah. so huh. basically, so that Netflix can make TV shows based off of his well, comic stuff, books. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. What was that one that we reviewed a long time ago? Nemesis, I think. And you threw it down the elevator shaft. <laughs> <laughs> you remember I that? I Holy crap, I do remember it. that. Dude, I do know that you mentioned it. Oh, I yeah, think that Nemesis. was his. I'm pretty sure it, it was, was his. Dude. I just remember yeah. Steve McNiven drew it. I yeah, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you're right. And it was like when he first started going indie, like doing a bunch of indie books. And I think yeah. it was like after Kick-Ass or at the same time or something. It was like, right, I think it was right after. Who yeah. threw it down the elevator shaft? Was it me? No, Spencer. Oh. <laughs> he had it. He's like, watch this. This is such crap. And he like, just like dropped it down the elevator shaft. I forgot about that. Dude, it was uh, so funny. Yeah, and he also did... Um, What's that other? Oh, I just had it on my brain. Now I forgot. Wanted. Oh well. Wanted. Wanted. Yeah, he did Wanted, which is oh, horrible. That's a terrible movie. Yeah, I know that. everything. It's just garbage. Um. So he's so he's hit or miss is what we're. Yeah, what I can't say everything that he's done is good, but this is a hell of a hit though. Yeah, it's this Red it's Sun. Very, yeah, it's probably his editors. Yeah, it could be. Um. No, dude, it was him. One thing I read too is you know how Dave Johnson was taking a while to do this. He didn't want to write the third part because it was taking years, right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to write the third part until they were at the point to be able to draw that stuff. So he actually didn't write the third part of this. Uh, he wrote it like years, like four years after he wrote the first two wow. parts. Yeah, because hmm. he didn't want to get too far ahead and have something be outdated or whatever. So, right. uh, so yeah, as he saw Dave Johnson starting to take a longer time, he just stopped writing it. Dang. Yeah. Hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, it's seamless. Though you'd never know that he wrote it like four yeah. figures later. Same yeah. with the artist. Artist. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, it's just like it's very, very clean. It's it's a it's, great book. So it I guess they're really working good. on a cartoon of this now. Cool. Uh, it'll be the next DC one, I think. That right comes on. out. Yeah. Which should be cool. Hush just came out. I started watching it. Uh, have you guys seen it? Which one? Hush. Hush. No, no, I haven't. It just came out, and I 
I could, I realize now that I'd a hundred percent forgotten <laughs> like about the what the hush yeah i was barely about. remember it at all i barely remember because i'm it. just like watching i'm like dude this feels like i've never heard this there's stuff the before. guy in the bandages he's a friend of bruce <laughs> wayne that's all that is, i know that is that's hush. all i know yeah hush is the guy in the bandages right yeah. is it childhood friend right that's all i remember yeah and i don't know if they did this in the comics but I, i've only watched part of the movie but he would shoot some people and then after he shot him he said hush i don't know if that's part i of don't know oh. that hmm. But uh, yeah, he makes people be quiet. He shuts them up, dude, by shooting them. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure hosting you tonight. Brought to you by Old Granddad, High Rye Mash Bill Bonded, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and our uh, friends that make peach rings. <laughs> thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs>